Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and boy, howdy, do we have a lot to talk about. Good Lord. We're going to be talking, we're going to talk a lot about race today. We're going to be very sensitive to this very touchy subject. Kidding, of course. Just white people under attack across the board, being called white supremacist, being viciously attacked, and then fired for not doing anything wrong. It's across the board here. We're going to stay positive. We're going to stay positive today. We're not, we're not, we're not going to let them turn our love into hate. That's, all, that's, that's what they really want. We're not going to let them. We're going to be better than them. Let's get into it today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 19th of May, 2023. Okay, yeah, we have to start with this story. 15 babies and toddlers sickened by deadly heart condition. One baby dies and eight are left in intensive care after being struck down in an unusual cluster of the usually harmless myocarditis hmm hmm and what could it be oh the experts are baffled i tell you 15 uk newborns diagnosed with myocarditis from june 2022 to march 2023 further testing of nine of the cases confirmed they had common infection one baby has died and eight have been admitted to intensive care in a mysterious cluster of infections thought to be caused by a typically harmless virus yeah it's probably enterovirus they say an unusual spike in myocarditis, severe inflammation of the heart, has been seen in this cluster since June 2022. One of the babies is still in the hospital, according to an alert issued last night by the World Health Organization. Health chiefs were spooked by the unusual spike in cases over such a short space of time, prompting a thorough investigation. Oh, they're going to get to the bottom of it, folks. Whatever could it be? Nine of the cases tested positive for a type of enterovirus, which usually causes no symptoms or flu-like signs. However, experts are baffled as to what could cause the sudden spike. Hmm, What could it be? What could it possibly be? The vaccine is killing babies now, so, you know, maybe something should be done about that. I I mean, to to even justify their claims of this being enterovirus— uh, would be to give them too much credit. It was the vaccine. These babies have been injured probably for life, and one of them dead because of the vaccine. Uh, tell your experts to give me a call. Just fire them and just look at the data yourself, idiots. It's the vaccine. It's killing babies. Meanwhile, Russia, Iran pursue joint development of oil and gas fields. Iran and Russia are considering the joint development of as many as 10 oil and gas fields in Iran. Media have reported following a meeting between Iranian officials and Russian delegation led by Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Novik. The proposals come from the Iran side amid talks about the development of other oil and gas resources in the country, which I think is good to see. 
It's nice to see this. Uh, Iranian government is in talks with Russia's Gazprom about investments worth as much as $40 billion, Iran's oil minister Javed Oweji said during the visit. Some of these agreements are already turning into real contracts. So there, once again, the mismanagement of international affairs by the cabal that currently occupies the top position in the U.S. government receives another deadly blow from their seemingly extremely capable enemies in Russia and the Middle East. Meanwhile, Seattle area sees more overdoses this year than in all of 2020. There have already been more overdose deaths in Washington state's most populous county this year as of Monday than in all of 2020, according to data from the Seattle King County Public Health. The department recorded 524 overdose deaths in the county just this year, exceeding the entire annual total of 2020, in which the county only saw 508 overdose overdose deaths. So, trend continues, expecting to double the amount of overdose deaths, obviously as a direct consequence of Seattle making it easier, more convenient, and legal to get drugs that kill you. It's a death cult at every angle. It's Friday, May 19th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, finishing up with our daily dispatch here. Okay, three, two. Another, Another headline to add to the hilarious stack. Baltimore, the city of Baltimore, blames Hyundai and Kia for making cars that are too easy to steal. They've launched a suit. Apparently they've settled this suit now. Baltimore, Maryland has become the latest left-leaning city in America to blame auto manufacturers for the vehicular crime wave sweeping the region. The city filed a lawsuit against both Kia and Hyundai on May 11th, arguing their cars are just too easy for uh, criminals to break into. According to WBAL-TV, Baltimore claimed... In its lawsuit, the Kia and Hyundai's decision not to equip vehicles with industry standard vehicle immobilization technology was behind the 95% spike in car thefts in the city over the last year. To back up their claims, officials noted that Kias and Hyundais made a staggering 40% of all vehicles stolen in Baltimore in 2022. I mean, it's just incredible. These cost-cutting measures employed by Hyundai and Kia at the expense of public safety are unacceptable, Mayor Brandon Scott said in a statement. They've left our residents vulnerable to crime and are significantly burdening our our police resources. It's the car's fault for not being harder to steal? I mean, what? And also, of course, the thing they want to be mandated in all cars is that it can be shut off automatically from a remote location. Isn't that also very convenient? It's like because you don't have this Orwellian dystopian technology to be able to shut off people's cars remotely without their permission, it's your fault when people steal them. It's just every story today is just so bafflingly ridiculous. It's hard to understand. Here's some. Some interesting news, I guess you could say. Neil Gorsuch scolds Americans over handling of pandemic emergencies. Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch scolds Americans over the handling of pandemic emergencies. 
He issued a searing denunciation of the way the country handled coronavirus pandemic in a statement Thursday, warning that Americans were all too eager to give up their freedoms on the say-so of a few chief executives. He chided legislators and legislatures and judges for vacating the field and leaving the president and governors unobstructed as they issued decrees. Yeah, we'll read his statements. He does, has the phrase too little too late ever more appropriately applied? I mean, you're just uh, three years too late, Gorsuch. Where were you when they were doing all of this? Where were you when all of this was happening? It's like worse than useless. It's like an insult. (laughs) It's just like, I I mean, okay, great. Yes, thank you. Three years later, you've realized that what happened during the COVID pandemic was a wave of tyrannical badness, illawful illegal, completely contrary to the spirit and the letter of the law, just flagrant violations across the board. If only, if only we had some authority in the higher rungs of government that could have stood up against all of this. Like, I don't know, the Supreme Court or something. But no, no, they sat silently by while us normal people who were actually brave or stupid enough to actually oppose all of this crap while it was going on, in a lot of cases had our lives destroyed and businesses shut down and family members stopped talking to it, right? We took the brunt of it all, desperately trying to stand up against this tyranny while the politicians and the Supreme Court justices and everybody else in every position of power kowtowed to the tyrants and allowed all of this to go on. But now, three years later, Neil Gorsuch says, you know, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Hey, you know what? Actually, that was kind of bad three years ago when we let that happen. Hmm. Just literally worse than – you just shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. Like, great. No, I love it. Thank you so much for now, years later, saying what we all were censored from the internet for saying. It's just insane. Uh, we'll, we'll read what he says, well, and we'll go through it. We'll, we'll get into it. He, he talks about it in very strident terms. But it's, I mean, it's like the scene in Airplane when the plane has already landed. Leslie Nielsen comes in. Just, just want to wish you good luck. We're all counting on you. It's like the plane has landed already. It's over. We're done. You're not helping anything. It's just, you know, it's just you're being jumped at the park by a gang just getting the crap beaten out of you. And your friend is standing there hiding behind the fence, like watching you until you're laying there bloody on the ground, your teeth knocked out, your eyes swollen. They come up and they're just like, oh, that, I, I was going to fight for you. No, I mean, I, I mean, that was really bad, though. I mean, those guys really attacked you. We shouldn't have let that happen. Just like, thanks. Thanks. Spit out your teeth. Where were you then? You worthless, worthless friend. So anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. We have a lot to discuss today and more videos than literally I can possibly show you. Yeah, there he is. Oh, Neil Gorsuch coming in to to save the day now, three years later, now that the plane has landed, now that the crisis has passed, now that through our resolute opposition and continual fighting back against the measures, finally... Most of them have been removed. Most of them have been rolled back. 
it's still baffling to me how people people are still living in the pandemic. It's totally crazy. I mean, we never even like went into the pandemic, right? Infowars never shut down. We never stopped coming into the office. Never locked down. Never did a Zoom call. Like we never did any of that stuff. So I don't even know what it's like to be in the pandemic. Some people are still in the pandemic. There was a story two days ago about the Austin local government being like, some are ready for to return to in office, you know, work, but. Others say they're not so sure. It's like, really? Three years later, you're still scared to go into the office? What have they done to you people? I saw a guy wearing a mask outside at a bus stop yesterday. It's crazy. They're, they're still in it. I mean, it is. I'm like, man, this guy probably, he watched the news like a couple of years ago and he hasn't watched since. They're still, they are still stuck in the pandemic. It is honestly sad. It's sad. It's sad what they've done to you people. So I guess we'll just get into what Gorsuch has talked about. We have tons of videos of the FBI whistleblowers. We're going to be talking about um, – we're, we're going to be white knighting today. We're going to be standing up for our beloved white women who are being attacked and viciously slandered, just blood libel across the, across the whole spectrum here. Marjorie Taylor Greene being called a white supremacist, being b- blamed on a lynching that happened 50 years ago, and then a – Six-month pregnant woman being surrounded and attacked by a mob of young black men. And then she gets fired. She gets slandered. And even in the articles saying that she was innocent and the victim the whole time, they still call her a racial slur. I mean it's just the most vicious disrespect and hatred you can possibly imagine. Again, just blood libel upon blood libel. Just hatred upon hatred that we have to endure. Because we know, like Martin Luther King told us, you know, hatred only begets hatred. Only love can defeat hatred. So we're going to love these people to death. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, folks. It's not easy to be confronted with this. I mean, honestly, I, I, cannot, I cannot put into words how utterly and completely ridiculous everything is. It is so far beyond reality, what we're contending with here. It's almost impossible to describe. I mean, from this a six-month pregnant woman getting off a 12-hour shift, trying to get on a bike to go home. She gets surrounded, attacked by black guys. And it's posted by... Like every black activist out there being like, find this woman, destroy her. And every comment underneath is like typical, stealing things like they always do. And it's just like, what the hell is going on here? And the FBI like crying foul and, and acting like they're the aggrieved party when they went out of their way to destroy the lives of people who were just doing their jobs. Just being totally normal, patriotic responsible FBI agents and they just get viciously retaliated against insanity folks the dynamic duo is finally back in stock I gotta say Batman is the triiodine x3 and Robin is the ultimate krill oil these two things together synergistically do things to your cells and your body and your heart and your lungs and your arteries and your veins and just everything 
They are incredible. The triiodine is essential to live. The ultimate krill oil does amazing things to your brain, your whole body. I love the dreams it gives me, but I take a couple capsules before I go to bed. These are amazing products. They're both back in stock. One is 40% off. The other is 25% off. You need to experience X3 finally back in stock, sold out for more than six months at InfoWorkStore.com, and I would particularly advise you to experience it with the Ultimate Krill Oil. These things together are amazing. They are synergistic. X3, Ultimate Krill Oil, back in stock, InfoWorkStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Rainforce Plus is great. Rainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. InfoWarsStore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We'll be joined by Nuance Bro in the third hour to talk about the way the Democrats are issuing their propaganda these days. Paying young men to spread their message for them on places like TikTok. I'm very excited to talk to him about just what is politics these days. Politics in America is just the – anyway, we'll, we'll get into it with him. It's, it's literally just like a giant amalgamation of psyops. Like that's all politics in America is. It's just like which billionaires can effectively spend their money to brainwash the most number of people and also cheat. I mean it's it really is just the most ridiculous way politics has ever been done. It's It absolutely makes no sense at all. Of course, one of the biggest stories really of the decade should be is the weaponization and co-opting of our intelligence agencies, specifically in this case, the FBI. More videos have come out over the last couple of days of FBI whistleblowers that are just incredibly powerful and poignant and important than we could ever uh, you know, actually get to and play. I don't, even know, I don't even know which one to begin. I mean, there's so many that are just incredible. But let's go to clip number 20 here. So in case you don't know, the FBI has been engaged since 
well, obviously since, you know, 2016 going after Trump. I mean, there, there's that whole mess. Like there's, there's layer upon layer of corruption, right? You've got the Trump-Russia corruption, uh, but that only spawns from the FBI covering up and cooperating with and, and you know, giving political cover for the Clinton family, the Clinton campaign. And their misdeeds for investigations into the Clintons shut down without explanation at the exact same time that they launch a knowingly unfounded, baseless, and completely false FISA warrant to Donald Trump and his campaigns. They can spy on him to try to stop him from getting in office. So it's like you've got the cover-up of the Clintons leading to the Russia investigation of Trump, leading to the more or less failure of the Trump presidency with this just baseless slander, stalling him at every pass and giving the subversives and treasonous actors inside our own government an excuse to oppose the duly elected president because of these false claims. And in a way, that sort of leads to January 6th where you have, of course, the FBI allowing the riots to take place over all of 2020 from Black Lives Matter and Antifa as the Chief of the FBI says they don't even exist. It's just an idea and allows the criminality, the international, certainly national and interstate terrorism to take place unrestricted, unmolested. They don't even spy on them. Just let it happen while trying to infiltrate and create false flag terrorist attacks within militia groups that are conservative, framing them for trying to kidnap a governor trying to encourage violent activity, spying on Catholic churches, kicking down the door of abortion protesters, saying over and over again without the slightest bit of proof or evidence or even justification for making the claim that white supremacy is the biggest threat ever. I mean it's just a full-on weaponized system of tyranny. I I mean it does not – It's not like it serves its purpose and it's doing this. It is dedicated almost entirely to this, to political weaponization and attacks on just people with traditional American family values. It really is on full blast continuously. So the people inside the FBI who were good saw this, saw this going on, didn't like it, were being forced to do really outrageous things where they were – leaving investigations into child sex trafficking and being put on investigations of white supremacy that didn't exist against groups that were totally peaceful and within the bounds of the law, completely within their First Amendment right, all of their activities. And they saw this going on, and they didn't think it was right because it's not right because it's a egregious violation of everything that we're supposed to stand for as America. It is the total subversion of our entire political system it is setting the groundwork for either america to fall into absolute collapse and slavery of these people or to have to fight them and like actually start a civil war to try to free ourselves from these tyrannical scumbags which wouldn't it be nice if we could just legally politically get right back on the right track, and the way you do that is by having whistleblowers within the FBI come out and expose what's going on and have the civilian oversight actually carry out its duty to keep these people in line 
wouldn't that be the beneficial thing? Well, the FBI is not about to let that happen. So when some of these whistleblowers came out to expose what they saw going on in the FBI, which included things, as I mentioned, like taking people off of actual real investigations with real victims and children being exploited, allow that to happen, right? This is the choice they make. They go, you know what? Sure, that investigation might be to protect innocent children that are being sex trafficked, right, murdered and all this horrible stuff. We're going to let that continue. We're going to let that continue to happen. You're over here now. It's your job now to investigate and terrorize uh, you know, a, a father of seven for carrying a sign outside of a Planned Parenthood. That's their priority. That's what they need to focus on. Allow the innocent children to be sex trafficked because there's more important things in their mind to worry about, like people protesting their death cult and the abortion religion that they worship. But not only that, not just that, obviously, there's also fabricating white supremacist organizations as well. I mean the FBI whistleblowers have said things like there were more FBI agents investigating white supremacy than there were actual dangerous white supremacists in the country. That's how lopsided this is. So they see that this is wrong. They know that this is nothing to do with what they signed up for the FBI for. Sign up for the FBI to actually fight the bad guys, to go after the gangsters and the human traffickers and the drug kingpins and the people who are making life so difficult for normal, innocent Americans. And suddenly you're tasked with actually being the, the source, the font, the agent and instrument of terror against the very people that you signed up to protect. You go, well, this doesn't seem right to me. I'm going to blow the whistle on this. I'm going to tell people what's going on. They deserve to know. Then the FBI retaliates against you and your family, by the way. And you'll hear some of these stories when we go to the video in the next segment of just how vicious the FBI can be to its very own people when they dare to question the obviously inappropriate actions of the FBI as a whole. And so now the whistleblowers have gotten their chance to speak to Congress. And it won't surprise you in the slightest, it shouldn't at least, that while Republicans are there to try to let these people tell their story, the Democrats are just making absolute fools of themselves, desperately trying, for some reason, I'd love to have this explained to me, to cover up the misdeeds and tyranny of the FBI. Doesn't make any sense, but nothing does. So I guess that makes sense. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved even better. 10 hours clean energy, Turbo Force Plus, now in a canister, stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth, sold out for over two years. Just going to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. Bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, there's this strange thing that goes on. People act like what's happening is, uh, it's up for debate. There's a question as to whether what's going on is on purpose or, or whether this is just, you know, they're trying their best and they, they can't, they just can't quite handle things. I've been seeing it on Twitter quite a bit when it comes to people like George Soros. They'll post a picture of, or an article that George Soros wrote where he talks about, you know, crime rates in America and is basically saying that there should be an equal number of black and white people in prison. There should be an, an appropriate – actually, there should be more white people in prison than black people because there are more white people in the population. And it's just like so many people going, is he dumb or is he lying? It's like, well, he's not dumb, so I guess what's the only other option for that? So like the FBI, the Democrats supervising the FBI – do you think they just don't realize what the FBI is up to? You think they don't know? You think they don't understand the threat that it represents to America as a whole? They understand. They understand perfectly. They're playing their part. They are playing their role. They are giving the political cover and being the agents of the FBI within the government to stop and stymie and prevent Republicans and patriots, people who actually believe and love this country, from doing anything to stop it. Like there's there's this kind of impulse to like be like, well, but, you know, the Republicans are going after the FBI. So it makes sense that the Democrats should oppose them. And it's just like who would who wants the FBI to be weaponized against America? They know what's happening. It's like they don't understand what's going on here. It's like they can't comprehend how dangerous this is to the foundation of America. It's that they actually despise america is that they actually do not hold the values that we hold and are using violence to destroy them I mean, that's what government is it's a monopolization of force use of force and the fbi is at the top of that pyramid and these people understand that if you can weaponize the fbi against your political enemies it's an extremely good tool to have Kind of like if you're playing Monopoly and the banker and want to just take money from the bank without telling anybody, you'll probably win the Monopoly game. And they're cheaters. They're liars. They're scumbags, scoundrels, devious traitors, seditious, treasonous actors. Like, can you imagine like playing Monopoly with somebody and you catch them out of the corner of your eye as the banker just like taking a couple hundreds out? You're like, uh, you're not allowed to do that. And they're like, what, really? I'm not? I, 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 I'm just trying to play the game. No, they're just cheating. They're just cheat. You just can't play the game with these people. Politics is all just a big game, all the little rules they have. I mean, the legal system as well. It's, it's a set of rules that you have to play within. These people are operating outside of those rules. They're cheating. It's time maybe to flip the board over, stop playing with these people. Let's just go through some headlines about What's come out recently? Like tr try to imagine being a Democrat right now. Try to imagine just like how much mental dishonesty is required 
to know to hear what's going on from the FBI and somehow think that this is not legitimate, that this is some sort of political maneuver that like what's happening is is good somehow. Like just try to imagine how despicable, immoral, unconscionable you would have to be to hear these headlines and just be on the side of the FBI at this point. From the Daily Mail, FBI shut down four investigations into Hillary and Bill Clinton in 2016, Durham report reveals. Clinton's in the crosshairs again. Republicans demand new probe into Bill and Hillary after report reveals FBI top brass shut down four different criminal investigations into millions of dollars in foreign donations and speaker fees. Like They know that. They know what's going on. They know. They get it. They're just like, hey, the FBI is cheating for us, so let them cheat for us. Whistleblower hearing in chaos. Whistleblower FBI whistleblower hearing in chaos. Democrats tries to catch out witness with tweets from wrong account as her colleagues spar with Republicans and try to derail witnesses laying out rot in the bureau. They are running cover for this abusive, tyrannical, and out-of-control deep state apparatus. They know exactly what they're doing. Like, that's really what you have to understand. Democrats are disgruntled. They were not provided the witness list in advance. Oh, why? So you could, like, dox these people and send Antifa mobs after them or something? Like, what, why should anyone trust you with anything? You're, you're hateful maniacs. See so, yeah, how they, they spar with the Republicans. We're just like, hey, here's FBI agents who are telling us about misbehavior in the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And they're just like, we have to shut this down. We have to shut this down. Why? Because the FBI is cheating for them. Because they're cheaters. They're not people that you can have a government with. It's like you can't play Monopoly with a cheater. (laughs) It's just, why would you? Like, what is the point? We cannot coexist with these people julie kelly reports per weaponization report on fbi retaliation against fbi whistleblowers fbi had multiple informants involved in the events on january 6 before and on that day and we only know this from court proceedings as fbi doj successfully concealed most info on their confidential human sources which we've known for a while now we're knowing more of again the democrats know this they think it's good and okay They are perfectly willing. I mean, you get this. They are perfectly willing to go along with a false flag, undercover, operative, uh, agent provocateur scheme to get their political enemies. They don't care about winning with honor. They don't care about winning by following the rules and winning legitimately. See, normal good people don't actually want to cheat. We want to win in anything, a game, a sport, politics. Like we want to win and know that we actually won. These people have no compunction about that. They are perfectly fine and perfectly willing to accept rewards for things they never did and claim victory when they know that the game was rigged in their favor. Con artists. They're all just despicable, honorless, shameless con artists. We really, you really need to understand what we're dealing with here. Nobody in the media is calling them out on it. Nobody in the media is supporting the facts that are being laid out from the FBI whistleblowers, discussing not just the misdeeds they saw for themselves within the FBI, 
but then the retaliation against them as the FBI tries to destroy their lives in an effort to silence them, to keep all this covered up. Do you realize when we talk about the conspiracy, it's everyone in the mainstream media. It's everyone in the Democratic Party. It's everyone in the alternative leftist media. It's everyone in the State Department, everyone in the DOJ, everyone who's the permanent class in Washington, in their in the White House or anywhere else for that matter. It's all of them. They're all perfectly fine with this, and they all know that each other are fine with this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of you know, some sort of example. I mean just any, any contest you can picture, right? Like they will, they will go in. They will stuff the ballot box. They'll burn all the votes for anybody else. They stuff it with their own. And then they go out on stage and cry and go, I can't believe I got this victory. This is so great. Like you understand these people have no problem. They think that they know what's best for us. They think if you stand up against them, you know, if they have to send in the FBI to do a false flag to blame you for something, even though it's immoral, even though it's unjustified, even though it's illegal and, and just against everything they claim to stand for, they don't care. They don't care about anything. They are a death cult. They are a cabal of psychopaths. We cannot ask these people to stop. Why would you do that? Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements, you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, folks, I'm going to try to buckle down and actually get you this information about 
happening with the FBI. Again, it, it is kind of hard to focus on because you've got the FBI corruption with the Trump dossier, the the Russia, the, the Durham report that came out showing that Trump was totally vindicated. He was totally right the whole time, right about everything. Goes all the way back to Obama. Obama was the one that encouraged the investigation in the first place. It was all to cover up the Clinton. So, like, you got the Clintons, you got the Trump uh, investigation, the the Russia hoax that hobbled him for his entire presidency. But then on top of that, you've got just the general FBI misdeeds where they are knowingly ignoring actual crime syndicates like Antifa, where you've got billionaires paying the, the bail for criminals that go out and attack cops and burn down cities while simultaneously the FBI is ignoring them. They are targeting with all of the power in the world and all the most sophisticated weaponry at their disposal, targeting like innocent people who literally like protecting their son from being attacked while protesting abortion. But that's just another aspect because then you've got January 6th, which in and of itself was just a giant FBI operation. It's becoming more and more clear and there's more evidence of that coming out. Then you've got the whistleblowers who are trying to expose all of this other corruption being retaliated against in an illegal fashion. So it's just layer upon layer of corruption with these people. It's a true Gordian knot. It has to be dismantled. It has to be obliterated completely. There is no negotiating with this. There is no correcting this. There is no reforming this. It has to be eviscerated eliminated, burned to ashes, the entire apparatus. This is just the FBI. On top of this, you have the DHS starting all all new disinformation bureaus, building new buildings in cooperation with the CIA, the DNI building a new disinformation center to propagandize the American people. All of this happening in lockstep with holding the hands of the big corporations that are doing a lot that's doing a lot of the dirty work for them because it turns out you can circumvent the constitution by just farming out your tyrannical activity to the big corporations that you're in bed with it's called stakeholder capitalism it's the great cooperation this is the point of the great reset true by definition fascism the marriage between the spy state and corporations to oppress the american people and eliminate dissidents i mean I mean, do you understand the scale and scope that we're dealing with? And not only does the FBI need to be eradicated, it seems like the Democrat Party exists just to facilitate their illegal activity. So let's just go to some of these videos. Here's from the FBI whistleblower hearing. There's a great, very long compilation on band.video. It's 15 minutes, so I can't play the whole thing. But I want to go to – first we'll do this opening statement from one of the whistleblowers. This is a man named uh, – his last name is Friend, Mr. Friend. Uh, clip number 10, FBI whistleblower delivers, delivers his opening statement on, wep- on the weaponization, weaponization of the FBI. Here's a guy who's had his life destroyed by the FBI who dedicated his life to the FBI only to have them turn on him when he was exposing their misdeeds and, and corrupt activities. And here he is with a very honest and sincere plea to Congress to just like, would you please stop with your partisan crap and just listen to us because we are not partisan. We are not doing this for political means. This is our life. This is our experience that we're trying to share with you. And of course it falls on deaf, deaf ears, but just try to imagine you know, being a Democrat and hearing this. Try to imagine the 
callousness, the hatred, and the stupidity it would, it would require to uh, ignore what this man is saying. Let's go to clip number 10 now. I pray that all members consider the information I and my fellow whistleblowers present. You may think I'm a political partisan. You may think I'm a grifter. You may think I'm a conspiracy theorist. It does not matter. Simply put, this committee should avoid the temptation to impugn the character and the motivations of the messengers seated before you. I sacrifice my dream job to share this information with the American people. I humbly ask all the members to do your jobs and consider the merit of what I have presented. Thank you. Yeah, and, and, um, you know, right after that, he he very politely asked an alligator, you know, not to bite him. He very politely asked a, a rat not to steal his cheese. And he, and he begged real, you know, honest consideration from the rabid dog foaming at the mouth and walking towards him with a look of madness in his eyes. You are talking to monsters. You're talking to aliens. You're talking to people that do not have human empathy for you. They are agents of an inhuman system that does not have room for empathy or sympathy or any of these human emotions. Going now to clip number 12, FBI whistleblower Garrett O'Boyle gives his heartbreaking account of how the FBI retaliated against him. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. They refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying, and I'll never forget my oath. So thank God for these guys, and uh, I mean there should be, should be hundreds of these people. I mean it really is sad that out of the entirety of the FBI, you've got like three people that are willing to blow the whistle on this when you know that there are dozens upon dozens that saw the same activity and are just going along with it because, hey, you saw what happened to those guys, right? You saw that they were, you know, had their lives destroyed and their families were wondering, you know, how they were going to get food to eat. But of course, you know, there are people out there, there are patriots out there that uh, will support these guys and they do. And then that becomes weaponized against them. Again, hard to wrap your head around just how evil these people are, but yeah, you have to understand how evil these people are. Let's go to clip number 20 here. The FBI has retaliated against these brave whistleblowers for exposing the abuses that they've seen at the FBI. Clip 20. And I'd be curious to know, you had friends in the FBI. You were well-respected. I mean, Mr. Allen, you're the employee of the year, for heaven's sakes. Have any of your friends reached out and tried to support you in this? And my point in asking that is I wonder if they're too scared 
I wonder if they're scared to be associated with you. Now, I wonder if the FBI tactics of isolating you have worked. Mr. O'Boyle, have you had friends reach out and support? Very, very few. And why is that, do you think? I think their First Amendment rights have been chilled as well. Yeah. I know for a fact that my former supervisor had a meeting with my squad shortly after I was suspended, and he told them that I was going to be arrested, fired, and charged. So if that's not chilling, I don't know what is. Mr. Friend? Echo what Mr. O'Boyle said. I've had very few reach out to me, and those who have have used encrypted ways to do it because they fear retribution. They're afraid to reach out to you. Respected colleagues, people they've worked with for years, and they're afraid to reach out to you. It's very clear the FBI has been able to achieve that goal. Mr. Allen, your experience, former employee of the year? I've had a few colleagues um, reach out who are um, no longer with, uh, with the office just to check in uh, periodically, which has been appreciated. But other than that, I've been pretty much like ghosted by everybody. So yeah, So why would anybody else try to blow the whistle? Garrett O'Boyle, Steve Friend, and Marcus Allen, those are the three men testifying there. Marcus Allen, I believe, was that last one. He was, in fact, the FBI Employee of the Year very recently. But then he decided to go to the FBI with concerns he had about January 6th, and so they removed his security clearance and put him on indefinite leave. So that's what you get for doing your job correctly. And, of course, where all of this goes for the Democrats is somebody's paying you to do this, which is the exact same tactic they took with, like, the Hunter Biden whistleblower, uh, Tony Boblinski, right? He came out and said, look, I have firsthand knowledge of how this works. Here's the fact that the candidate for president, Biden, is engaged in corrupt activity with his son and their business. And what was the only question that the press asked at that press conference? Did somebody pay you to do this? Who's paying you to do this? Like, our systems are, are completely broken. Protesting, whistleblowing, none of this works when you have half of the country governed by despicable, moralless, unethical monsters. Our system is broken. It needs a total reset. And these FBI hearings are just proof of all of this. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger. The strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Here's Tom 
Thomas Massey talking about what we've described here as the great cooperation, how the FBI is circumventing the Constitution by using private businesses to do their dirty work for them. Clip number four. Here's Thomas Massey. Americans are upset and they are angry that the government's been weaponized against them. But I think they're better served if we remain dispassionate in reviewing this evidence. But I have to admit, I I came here today trying to be dispassionate, but I'm feeling emotion. I'm feeling disgust. Before us, among these witnesses, has represented decades of exemplary service in the military, in the FBI, service to our country for which your families have, have sacrificed for which you have sacrificed to give this service, and now the other side of the aisle just wants to disparage you for bringing forth facts that the American people need to know, that we need to know if we're going to change these whistleblower laws so that you are not punished for bringing us the truth. This is our fourth, or we've had four hearings, and I'm noticing a a disturbing trend here. Big business is working with the government to weaponize against the American people. And, uh, you know, the government says, well, this is okay because we're not violating the Constitution. The, the, the big business is doing this uh, voluntarily, and we saw this with the uh, social media companies. But I want to play a uh, testimony from a whistleblower who's not here with us today. If you could cue that up about how we've seen, in this instance, one of the biggest corporations in America working with the FBI to violate civil liberties. I believe it was either on January 7th or 8th, the Bank of America, um, with no director for the FBI, <clears throat> data mined its customer base. And data mined a date range of five to seven years of any BOA who used a BOA product. And by BOA product, a debit card. They compiled that list, and then on top of that list, they put anyone who had purchased a firearm during any day. I find that testimony chilling. That was the retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst, George Hill, who gave us that testimony. And what he said there is the Bank of America compiled a list of everybody who used a credit card or a debit card between January 5th and January 7th inside of Washington, D.C., and gave that to the FBI. But before they did, they looked at anybody who had ever purchased a firearm, according to their records, and elevated those people to the top of the list. And they didn't geofence it to Washington, D.C. You could have, as Mr. Hill testified, you could have bought a gun in 1999 in Iowa with a Bank of America card, and then you got heightened attention, and then it was given to the FBI. Now, whether the FBI asked for this or whether they did this voluntarily is very chilling because Bank of America, you know, they've got a lot of issues in front of the government. And this is where you get into this unhealthy feedback loop. Bank of America spent a quarter million dollars lobbying us on the American Rescue Plan, issues related to Paycheck Protection Program, general issues related to data security, and general issues related to interchange, and general issues related to privacy. The irony of it. 
Bank of America is violating your privacy. Where it's Bank of America. Love, it's FBI. it's all of the big banks, really. It's all of the big tech companies, obviously, that are working hand in hand with the FBI and other spy agencies at this point. But it's also the medical industry and the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, this is the Great Reset. This is stakeholder capitalism. This is the plan they have for us, a monolithic establishment from the corporations to the government to the media and everybody in between working to destroy and exploit and eliminate humanity for their benefit. You've got to see the full scope of this. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal has begun. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. So many products that can help you in your everyday life. Incredibly powerful, the most powerful, I should say, supplements on the market at a great price. And, of course, everything you do goes directly to keeping us afloat, keeping us in the fight, keeping us doing everything we can to desperately try to find some peaceable solution to all of this. Before the murderous psychopaths get their way and we are completely disarmed, literally and figuratively, as our as the amendments that guarantee us our God-given rights are systematically eliminated from actual existence. They'll still be there on paper, of course. First Amendment's not going anywhere. It's just, you know... You protest, you get thrown in jail for 25 years under seditious conspiracy, you post a meme, you get 10 years for election interference, right? Just, they're gone. They're, they're going away very quickly. And all we want is to be left alone. These people know exactly what they're doing. Now we're going to talk about some uh, some racist things, our favorite topic. I'm going to open up the phone lines, take your calls this hour. We'll be joined by Nuance Bro in the third hour to talk about what he's uncovered as to the Democrats' new brilliant plan to propagandize the American people through TikTok children. Give us a call here this hour. We'll be taking your calls, one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Let's talk about a story that is really going, going viral, has stayed viral for a while. I'm wondering how to present this. I'll give you the real story first, and then we'll keep that in mind as we talk about how this story was first talked about. And spread across the internet. Now, even well, I, I guess I sort of have to start with you know. So okay, what actually happened? What actually happened is that in New York City, a nurse, or I believe maybe not technically a nurse, a like physician's assistant from a hospital, had just got off a twelve-hour shift. She's six months pregnant. She went to get. A bike to ride home is one of the rental bikes that a lot of cities have called City Bike. She went and checked out a bike, and before she could leave on a ride home following her 12-hour work shift, she was approached and surrounded by a group of young black men who tried to take the bike from her, wouldn't let her leave, and 
when she called for help, they claimed that it was their bike and that she was stealing it, and people actually believed this. I don't actually think they even believed it. I think they just know. I think they – like these people like Tariq Nasheed and others that will cover how they covered this. Like they're so desperate. They, they have a worldview that is just utterly at odds with reality. It's just a – just fever dream nightmare non-reality that they live in where white people are evil and are constantly victimizing black people. Just, just literally doesn't exist, but they're desperate for proof that it does exist. And so they latch on to any hint that something like this might have happened, and they act like this is fulfilling their statements about you know how much they hate white people. So that's what actually happened. What actually happened was that this responsible young white soon-to-be mother was assaulted, surrounded, and attacked by a bunch of young black men, and then – the black guys took a video of this, posted on the internet, said, we are, you know, we were attacked by this pregnant white lady, and, of course, the scumbag, racist, hateful idiots like Tariq Nasheed ran with this and acted like this was proof of the fact that this happens all the time, right? So it's like one thing happens that seems like it might fit into their worldview – and they they run with it. it. Turns out that it never even happened in the first place. So like even the things that they desperately cling to as like a singular example of what they claim to be a massive trend, and it's not even real at all. But even the article that exonerates this woman and talks about the fact that she did in fact rent the bike, she was in fact the victim the entire time here from the kids harassing her and trying to take her bike and you know physically assaulting her to being called all sorts of horrible things, being doxxed. They found out her name and, and address and posted that on the internet. Then she got fired from her job, actually. She was suspended from the hospital. No questions asked, right? It's the way it is for white people these days, right? You get attacked, then you get suspended for not doing anything. It's not even like she attacked back or anything. She literally just like starts crying. She literally just starts crying because – these black guys are harassing her, not letting her go home. She's exhausted and six months pregnant. I mean, she shouldn't even be working 12-hour days if she's six months pregnant, in my opinion. She, she should definitely shouldn't be riding a bike through New York City at six months pregnant, but it's just that white work ethic that um, it's just so admirable. New York City Hospital Karen paid for city bike at center of viral fight with black man, according to the lawyer. So even in the article – where they exonerate her and talk about how she was the victim the entire time, they call her a Karen. They use a racial slur to talk about this woman. In the headline, they talk about how she was just the victim the whole time. They still slur her with an anti-white term. So she was a six-month pregnant physician's assistant. She has been placed on leave now after a heated encounter. They can't even cover it honestly. It wasn't a heated encounter she was a, a polite woman trying to just go home, and she was assaulted and attacked and was begging for help for a, from a stranger, which like, what, somebody's going to come help you and then get thrown in jail like Daniel Penny, right? No, no, you're a white lady. You take the abuse. You accept it. You be silent about it, or you suffer the consequences of being attacked. It's just how it works. Now, the way this was reported you know, by the black media— Sarah Jane Comrie, named on social media. 
They say perhaps the recent vigilante subway killing and the delayed response from law enforcement have emboldened other white people to also take the law into their own hands at the expense of black people. I mean, there she is, just breaking down crying. Can we bring up the audio on this? And we might we might need to censor it. She's literally just trying to go home after a full work day. She's literally just weeping, surrounded by black guys, just like trying to steal her bike right out from under her. She's just like, please, just let me go. I just want to go home. I didn't do anything wrong. And they're just cursing at her, grabbing the bike, not letting her leave. She's literally just weeping. She is the one that was punished for this. She is the one that has had hit pieces written about her. She's the one that got fired. She's the one that has had her address posted online and people called for vigilante justice against her. Her crime, starting to weep and cry when attacked. White supremacy on display. So they continue. They say, you know, maybe it's because, you know, this white guy stopped a black maniac on the subway from hurting people that maybe white people are emboldened now. And this is the madness that the this is the madness of the world that these people live in. That certainly may have been the case recently when a pregnant white woman starring in a now viral video appeared to try to steal a bicycle from a group of young black males, one of whom claimed he'd already rented it as part of a popular bike sharing program in New York City. What? What? A young black man would lie about stealing a bike? Oh, my God. I mean, if you hear the story, pregnant white woman steals bike from gang of black teens, and you believe that for a single second, you definitely shouldn't vote. I mean, that should be right out of the question. You really should probably be uh, put into some sort of institution. If you believe believe lies that unbelievable— There's not much I can say for you because it wasn't just Bruce C.T. Wright who wrote this despicable, blood libel, slanderous article at News1.com where, again, they they don't just lie about her. They extrapolate it to all white people as if this is all white people's fault, as if anything is – as if a single white person is at fault. Nobody's at fault here except for the black people and the black people that are supporting this and the black people that are slandering her and posting her identification online. I mean, this is full-on hate coming from the black community, the leaders of the black community, the authors, the media, just white hate on full blast. We're going to combat it because we love white people. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top, but right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. 
And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks we'll go out to your phone calls uh, momentarily you know hard not to get negative when you're covering all this it's also hard to get through the brainwashing that so deeply impacted people apparently like we're, we're literally at the point where if you're just like, I don't hate white people, people are like, ooh, ooh, be careful, man. Hey, you better be careful saying stuff like that. It's just like, what is wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? And it's like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to waste time trying to explain why every race deserves not to be hated and slandered and attacked and maligned and disadvantaged legally like it's just obvious so we don't need to make caveats anymore i mean this is the way white people are treated we're still the majority we're still the majority still majority white country white people just like you defend yourself you go to jail for life you say a word they don't like they kill you and they get off scot-free right it's literally happened over and over you try to stand up for yourself. You get smeared as a white supremacist. They dox you. You get fired from your job. You want to be a minority? My God. So again, the, the way that like I've told you, I've told you how the story actually went. Six-month pregnant physician assistant rents a city bike. These guys try to steal it from her. She breaks down, starts crying. They film it. They post it on the internet. She gets attacked. She gets doxxed. She gets fired from her job. God only knows happens to a baby with this type of like stress hormones while you're six months pregnant. Can't be good for the kid, but not like they care. Tariq Nasheed is one of the first people to popularize this viral video saying a suspected white supremacist woman tried to steal a city bike from a black kid after he paid for it. And when him and his friends wouldn't allow her to steal it, she went through all the Karen tactics of trying to get the black youths hemmed up. Screaming for help, fake crying, and mayo babbling. So, you know, often we've, we've talked about this. You know, Scott, Scott Adams, by the way, has some very good advice for people who might want to be wondering how to uh, avoid situations like this. But he has often talked about, you know, seeing the same movie, seeing two different movies on the same screen, right? We both watch something. Republicans have one reading of it. Liberals have another. Uh, but the problem with that is that uh, one side is, is uh, hallucinating. They are in a state of, of madness. They are experiencing fever dream hallucinations, 
of things that don't exist, and the other side is just watching the movie and then commenting on it, right? So because – and people point this out all the time. They're like, well, with Kyle Rittenhouse, it's like one side saw a vigilante killing innocent protesters. The other side saw a young man defending himself against the gun. It's like, yeah, but one of those sides is ridiculous and stupid and wrong, and the other side is correct and factual and based off of what actually happened. So you can't just say like two people are viewing this – and, and getting different interpretations, one side is actually seeing reality. That's us. We're the ones who actually are laying out what actually happened. The other side is engaged in just willful deception. Okay, It's not the same. It's not the same. You can cover this one of two ways. One person says, white woman, six months pregnant, surrounded by black guys who harass her, and she starts crying. The other side says suspected white supremacist woman tries to steal bike from black youths and uses tears as a weapon to get them hemmed up. And it's like, OK, one of these is real. One of them is a despicable lie, a madness, a hallucination. OK, these are not equal equivalent balance. One of them is just utter madness. Sickening hate coming from these people. And I mean – it's not just Tariq, of course. You know, all you have to do is go to uh, the comments underneath this, right? My brother said, "Your baby going to come out retarded." He just cursed that little incubating blank, right? Just, just vicious hate from the pregnant woman. She's like, "I'm pregnant," and they're like, "Your baby's going to be retarded." And then all the uh, people on the internet are like, "Ha, good one, yeah." The woman victim that's crying because you're assaulting her. You curse her baby as well. Then they identify some lady that's not her, post her information on it because who cares, right? Just throw anybody in there. Uh, this person missed a gold bottle. The irony is if it was a black woman taking something from them, they would have put hands on her. Since it's a white woman, they record and give her space. This is cowardice. Handle Karen the same way you would handle Kiki. So Mr. Goldbottle is saying you should have beaten her. In addition to traumatizing and harassing and humiliating and getting her fired, you should have also beaten this woman. Okay, this is the commentary from our our loving black brothers and sisters. Stealing from people like they always do, says Judith Davis. Yeah, just like they always do. It's, you know, when your bike gets stolen, the first thing you think is, were there any pregnant white women around recently? Did I see any white women riding a bike that may have been mine, in fact? Yeah, that's the way that the mindset goes. Again, how are you not supposed to... This woman, uh, journalista, city bike Karen has deleted all her social media accounts. Don't hide now, bitch. Be as loud and proud as you were when you weaponized your white lady tears and screamed help to try to get those young black men killed. Mm, now, she, now she's uh, an attempted murderer because she cried when she was attacked. Now, Sarah Comrie uh, actually has a GoFundMe where you can support her. Help Sarah Comrie fight being branded at Karen, GoFundMe.com. Which maybe we should, we should show people what happens when you target innocent pregnant women for slander and get their lives destroyed and attempt to inspire vigilante justice against them by doxing them and posting their information online. Maybe we need to make old Sarah a millionaire. That might be a good response to that. That might be a positive response to that. I really, I really, really am trying to combat hate with love, but you have to understand 
that what's coming from them is just sheer, unadulterated, unrestricted hatred. And um, you know, maybe you can't work or live with people that are so horrifically, blatantly hateful and dishonest towards you for no reason other than of the way you were born over which you had absolutely no control. Still the majority, still the majority, by the way, still the majority and a um, sort of similar instance, strangely, has happened with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's being called a white supremacist. She's being claimed that because a significantly taller black congressman yelling in her face that that was somewhat aggressive and that being called a white supremacist is hugely damaging in this country. Uh, they're essentially saying that she's trying to get him lynched, that she's at fault. So, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I guess you can only combat this, this vicious hatred by uh, reassuring white people and white women especially. You, um, you matter. <laughs> you really do. And uh, I'd say it's all just like envy and jealousy. And just, just, you know, they hate us because they ain't us, I guess would be one way to put it. So, you know, when they attack you, I think the only response is pity. We pity these poor people with nothing better to do in their lives than make up nonsense to support their falsehoods. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007, worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high-quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements. You don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, we'll go out to your phone calls now. Let's go to Christopher in New York City. And people are still wearing masks there. Well, I, I think you might be in the, um, you might be living in the nightmare that these people hallucinate on a daily basis like their 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 uh hallucinations become reality they they manifest them i think thanks for calling in christopher you're on the air yes well i started asking people uh this is i live in chinatown uh, elmhurst new york is chinatown now this is in queens new york there is a chinatown in manhattan but uh basically queens big sections of chinatown i started asking people why they're still wearing masks a lot of people didn't even speak English. The ones that did says because it's dangerous and they're scared. The more educated Chinese people who speak fluent English, uh, they said because they don't know the truth anymore. What's mm. really going on? 
All right. I want to cut that short because this is very important. I saw a movie last year called Speak No Evil. It's a uh, Danish movie that's uh, in English, 2022, and it's about two couples meet on vacation, uh, I think in southern, on the Mediterranean, and they both have children. One couple have a boy and the other have a girl. Then they meet them somewhere else and they get invited to Scandinavia. And to make a long story short, they steal the girl from the one parents that were naive, put her into slavery, and take the parents of that child, the daughter, to a quarry, tell them to get naked, and they stone them to death. Sounds like a horrible movie. Why why would you watch this movie? It sounds miserable. No, no. Well, I didn't know what I was watching. It's the worst. Look, I love horror movies. This is the worst horror movie I saw in my life. This is why I'm calling you about this. And you know what they said? When they asked the two people who were getting stoned, they said, why are you doing this to us? Well, I got it wrong. The guy who was doing it with the wife, throwing the stones on the people, killing them, said, because you let me. I Mm. sort of remembered it because you let us. But I guess I was corrected. But this is what's going on now. So when, when the time comes, when people say that, why did you do this to us? Because you let us or let me, which is the same thing in the, in, in, in the inference I'm giving now. Yeah. So people better wake up because this is what's coming. Yeah. Why did you do this to us? Because you let us. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's I, brilliant, I, Christopher. I, yeah. I, tell, I tell people this every day, and a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. And some people say, boy, that's scary. I said, yeah, well, watch the movie. Well, it took me four hours to find the name of the movie because I forgot the name of it. It's called Speak No Evil, Speak 2022. No Evil. No, that that's brilliant. No, that that's that's an extremely brilliant point. I, I really enjoyed that Just call, Christopher. I, I'd like to talk to you more, but I do want to get to other calls. But that was excellent. Please do call back, Christopher, because that was really good and exactly true. And and you can actually see nowadays, like you can kind of see it with the elites, like they're like, well, if we, you know, they're letting us do it, and if if we can make them let us do it, then we're justified in doing it. I mean, that really is the way they think. So, um, really brilliant conclusion to that. Let's go now to Joshua Abram. In uh, Abraham in San Antonio, you have two cents on the lady with the bike, the the innocent victim who has been smeared and had her life uh, turned upside down because she was attacked. Thanks for coming on the air, Joshua. Hey, thank you. I can barely hear. If you can get a little closer to the phone, please. About now, can you hear me now? Go ahead, Joshua. All right, thanks for taking my call. First of all, man, I gotta say. Congratulations a million times over on your new kid, man. That's really great. And yeah, God bless you and very much congratulations. Thank you. Second of all, I just want to give a call out to all the info warriors who are listening to this. Everything that is happening today with the flooding of the border, the racial division, the, the falling of the economy, it can all be traced back to one single book. That was an agenda plan written in 1903. It's called the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. It is the blue. It is the absolute. In that book, they say they want to sexually immoralize the youth. They want the parents in debt forever. They want to flood the agnostic or um, the end. They want to flood the. Um, the white countries with immigrants, they want to have a race war. 
between whites and blacks. Everything that is going on today is from the pro. All right, you're 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 sort of cutting in and out. That's not us, by the way. Just to uh, to let you know. Yeah, I know we're 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 aware of that book. Some people think it's a fraudulent. Other people don't. It you know whether it's a plan or just like an accurate description of of what's happening uh, is is hard to say. But uh, yeah, I've never. I I started reading it. It was just kind of cringy to me. I I didn't enjoy it that much. But um, do you have any comments on the lady with the bike, or you just calling about? the protocols well yeah the lady on the bike is a perfect example what the media is trying to do is create this racial war between white people and black people and it's just horrific how an innocent lady like you said earlier who shouldn't have been working at all but our our pregnancy laws in this country are so horrific but yeah like this whole situation everything that you said about the situation is so 100 it's scary well then because well then what do we do about it because to me it's like you know it's like oh they're starting to race war. i don't want to race war i don't want to fight my fellow americans but like if if white people are under attack if you can't stand up for yourself without you know receiving you know 25 years in prison like what do we do because i don't want to be a victim but i also don't want to play into the racial division, race war, useful divide and conquer tactics of the enemy. So like, I, I mean, how do we fight back against this? Because, you know, you've got, you've got the, the people in history who have stood up against injustice before, but it's like Martin Luther King and, and Gandhi, but it's like, you know, you have to take into account that they were asking white people and say what you want about white people. There's like a, his, there's like a genetic aspect of white people that just like is all about fairness. Like it's, it literally goes back to like thousands of years that I don't know. It's just like we we really like things to be fair. We really like to make things fair. And uh, so if you're, you know, but like you talk to Tariq Nasheed and you like point out like, hey, you're totally wrong about this. He doesn't give a crap. Like he doesn't care at all. So it's like, do you just beg the people that are murdering you to stop and hope that they have a shred of humanity? Like I don't I don't trust any of these people. I don't trust any of the people that run the FBI or the White House or uh, any of the, the black activists that are targeting this woman. Like they don't care. Even when they're proven wrong, they keep going with it. So it's like you're just going to beg the – like I said yesterday, like beg, beg the, the rabid dog not to bite you. I, I, don't, I don't even get what we're supposed to do at this point. Well, I totally get where you're coming from, and it, it's really tough to think about, but – you know, we got one of two, you know, we got basically two options. Either we have a national wide white rally like Martin Luther King did, like going on public display saying we got nothing against you. It's all the media. Or we just play into what the protocols of Zion said and their plan is to have a civil war in America to break, you know, a civil war between races. That's exactly what they want us to do. But yeah. at this point, there's there's too many people who are just so brainwashed by the media. You got to understand, every black person in America who knows the truth, but they get this urge to play the race card. This is their time to play it. Like this, this is their time to do everything that they've ever wanted to do and just throw the race card for anything that they want to happen. Well, that's and what, that's and, and, and you're right. You're, you're right because, because it is, it's giving a pass and it's giving a, 
uh, opportunity for the most dishonest and untrustworthy and manipulative people in the country to use the race card to get what they want. Uh, and, and I mean, now, now would be the time for the, uh, you know, non-white people to stand up for white people. I mean, it's weird. Like you look at the black lives matter rallies, 90% of the people are white, right? Like white people have no problem standing up for other people when it comes to people of other races standing up for white people it's like extremely rare why though why why don't be white to not hate white people you don't be white to want your fellow white americans to have justice in this country but you don't be black to want black people to have justice in this country but it only goes one way it seems i'm a humble person and i want to say that i'm just a man but i'm not just a man just like you no matter what color you are whether you're a man or a woman you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's a thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3 has been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go out to your phone calls again momentarily. I just want to talk quickly about, you know, what's happening with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Again, it's just the clown world these people live in. The utterly ridiculous, divorced from reality, fever dream, hallucination madness that consumes these people's minds is not something that you can reason with. It's not something that is based on reason. It's not based on anything. It's certainly not based on facts or reality. So it's like, what do you do with this? What do you do with these people? What do you do with these, like, like, uh, skinwalkers right they like they look like people they they talk like people there's nothing behind the eyes there's nothing there they aren't actually engaging in reality like a human being they're engaged in 
a fantasy world. And I, I don't know. I really don't know how you deal with that. So Marjorie Taylor Greene says that when people like Jamal Blome, uh, Bowman <laughs> Blowman, call her a white supremacist, it's, quote, like calling a person of color the N-word, which I disagree with. I think that's wrong. I think it's inaccurate. See, if you call a person of color the N-word, you're likely going to be attacked. You may very well be murdered. I mean, there have been cases, it's a 77-year-old in Dunkin' Donuts who said the N-word. Uh, he was beaten to death by the black guy uh, who was then um, not punished for it. I think he was maybe, maybe given house arrest, but I believe he was just given uh, probation because the judge said, well, you know, the guy called you the N-word. So what are you supposed to do? Be a human being? What are you supposed to do? Not lash out violently at a word? You know, you can't have standards that high, <laughs> not for black people, right? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Are you an adult? Are you a human being? Do you understand that words can't actually hurt you? But no, you, you, you know. So if you say the N-word to a person of color, uh, you may very well be murdered and, and that person will be uh, let off the hook. Uh, if a person of color calls you a white supremacist, then you may be fired from your job and have you know, angry lynch mobs come after you. So it's not exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. In one case, you say the word, you get attacked. The other case, you say the word, they get attacked. It's entirely different outcomes between these two words. But of course, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to these people, right? Saying things like white supremacist doesn't actually require any evidence or anything because by their own words, if you're white, you are a white supremacist. If you're white, you are therefore evil. I mean, your DNA is corrupted. Your DNA is contaminated. They hate you at a visceral genetic level and – if you kowtow and, and bend the knee and hate yourself and self-flagellate, then you know maybe they will uh, accept your, your pleading. Maybe they will uh, condescend to accept your bowing at their feet. But if you just don't go into that, if you're just like, I don't hate white people and I'm not ashamed of being white. I don't feel guilt for things that other white people did 100 years ago that I have no relation to. Like, what? No, I have no, no guilt over that. Uh, then you're a white supremacist, and that's how it works. So Jamal Bowman, when Marge Taylor Greene says that you know, calling somebody a white supremacist is just as hurtful and damaging to them as calling somebody the N-word. Again, I don't agree with it, but when she says that, Jamal uh, Bowman says white supremacists like Marjorie Taylor Greene use racist dog whistles to characterize outspoken, passionate black men like me as threatening. <laughs> but I won't stop speaking truth to power. I will stand up to this white woman I'm abusing. Uh, join a, yes, and then he tries to uh, collect money because he's standing up to white supremacists. I, it's just embarrassing. Like, you're just pathetic, honestly. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even being, like, facetious or anything when I say, like, pity these people when they attack you. It's like when you've got Jamal Bloman, who is a New York City congressman, and he's just like, I'm speaking truth to power I, I, because I'm a passionate black man. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's because you're a passionate black man that she's asking you not to call her a white supremacist. Like just what is this? Just like be a man, be an adult, stop acting like a petulant little idiot child and behave at least with the composure and dignity of like a normal person. You know, you're a congressman, so you're 
your standard of excellence should be even higher than typical. But like I would be okay with just like just be a decent human being that isn't constantly playing the victim while attacking people and then crying foul and claiming that you know the reason that they're asking you to stop being a petulant idiot uh, is because you're a proud, passionate black man. It's just like shut up, just ugh, ugh. It's disgusting, but it's like continuous and everywhere. And um, I don't know. Apparently, people fall for this. Apparently, there are people out there that are just like <laughs> you know, just like. I don't know, singing, singing, the, singing an old hymn in his name, just like, you stand up to this power structure, just like everyone's on his side, everyone is, is, you know, supporting him and uplifting him and attacking Marjorie Taylor Greene, he still has the temerity to act like he uh, is the victim, by the way, he just is always doing this, it's constant, uh, th- that was him, you know, lording over Marjorie Taylor Greene, putting his finger in her face. But he did it to uh, Thomas Massey as well. We can go to clip 17 here. This is uh, Jamal Bloman doing exactly the same thing uh, with, with Thomas Massey. Let's watch. He's like getting in his face, stepping up to him, right? Nasty's against a wall, by the way. Pushing his hand in the face, just like getting right up in his face, getting closer and closer. Massey keeps backing up, right? He does this over and over again. And then he's just like, it's because I'm a passionate black man that they say I'm, a, I'm getting in their face. It's just like, why don't you just stop being like a middle schooler? And we'll treat you with respect. Of course, not just Blowman. It's um, Gavin Newsom as well. Quote, his physical mannerisms are aggressive. I felt threatened by him. Marjorie Taylor Greene describing Rhett Bowman, right? You just, I mean, you just saw the video. And he did the same thing to her that he did to Thomas Massey. Just like in, in her face, just like Lordy. And of course, she's like, you know, two feet shorter than, um, than him. Uh, this is the kind of dangerous rhetoric, Gavin Newsom says, that led to Emmett Till's death. Yeah, that's right. Emmett Till's death. That's right. The black guy that was killed 60 years ago. Let's let's bring up his specter as if this has anything to do with it. Again, it's like, do you does anybody take this seriously? I mean, people must. People really are that easily controlled or whatever. It's just like, what are you talking about? Emmett Till's death. Everyone should call it out for what it is. Blatant racism. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. When the woman, the pregnant woman, gets her bike stolen and starts crying, that's blatant racism, obviously. When Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, my fellow member of Congress called me a white supremacist and got in my face, shaking his hand in my face and lording over me, and I felt threatened, that's white supremacy, obviously, right? When the hero on the subway puts down the rabid maniac to the cheers of everybody else in the subway car, that's also white supremacy. It's all white supremacy, obviously. It's blatant racism. When any black person does anything wrong and gets called out for it, it's because white people are racist. Ilhan Omar says the same thing. There's a century-long history of characterizing black men as aggressive as threatening to sow racial fear and terror. As if you can't just actually be threatened by a black guy. As if you don't actually have good reason to, be, to feel threatened by a black guy. Jamal Bowman should not have defended his humanity, should not have to defend his humanity as a member of Congress, and everyone should call this out for what it is, blatant racism, is what she says. 
So again, Marjorie Taylor Greene's just like, he called me a white supremacist and he was getting in my face and lording over me and yelling at me at the top of his lungs. And I felt intimidated into to these psychopaths. Again, I don't even I don't even think they believe what they're saying. They just really are this evil. Like it's not even a it's not even an intelligence thing. It's just a moral character. It's a spirituality. It's an evil evilness just seeping out of their every pore. And they say he shouldn't have to defend his humanity. <laughs> this poor man. This poor this poor giant man attacking a white woman. How dare she respond in any way? <laughs> like, oh, you people are pathetic. Pathetic, honestly. Cannot imagine. Cannot imagine being so gullible, so credulous, so easily fooled as to go along with this just emotional manipulation by these sick, slimy little worms like Newsom, Omar, and uh, Bloman. Uh, we'll be back in the third hour to talk about the way that uh, the Democrats are, are spreading this mind disease, the way that they're manipulating children into actually thinking that their schizophrenic hallucinations are reality and that reality needs to be shut down and silenced and abolished in favor of their madness. They're doing it through TikTok, of all things. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.